Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. Real Estate Coaching Radio is the nation's number one daily radio show for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Get ready for fluff-free, unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what's truly working to get you into action, helping others, and making money now in today's real estate market. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back. Thank you to, for tuning in. We um, have a fun announcement. Our podcast continues to be one of the top, typically it's 14 or 15, listen to podcasts on all of iTunes and the training sections. And that's been, that, that's been the case for over a year, which is a huge accomplishment considering there's literally, I, don't even, I didn't even count how many shows, but probably 50,000 shows in that section. So it's a huge accomplishment. We certainly appreciate your continued support. And also, thanks for all the emails. Um, I've been overtly asking you guys to give us feedback whether we're on the right path or not the past few days because I know in a lot of ways Julie and I are, well, we're intentionally becoming a little bit more, I guess the, the, the simplest word would be aggressive with our messaging on the podcast because we know this time of year it's harder to get your attention because most of you guys are putting it in neutral until um, next year. So we realize that the folks that we're communicating with right now on this podcast are the people that are either truly full-time professionals or want to be full-time professionals in real estate. We realize that, you know, frankly, you guys are the ones that are going to be owning your markets in the spring. So you're receptive to our more aggressive approach this time of year, and I appreciate that. I sincerely do. Um, for those of you who might be finding us listening to us for the first time, I'll tell you a little secret, share with you a little secret that we learned when we sold real estate and really made a huge difference in our business, is that this time of year is the most important time of year if you expect to have a great next year. Because what you're doing today is what's going to generate business for you in 90 to 120 days. And if you're not doing anything today except getting ready to get started, uh, then you're just going to basically flounder in the late winter, early spring, and then you're not really going to get started making money unless something just happens to fall in your lap through pure luck until probably mid-year, and by that time the year is probably pretty much already ran its course for you. The problem with taking that approach in general is it doesn't work, but especially this time of year, or rather this year leading into next year, is that we are already seeing a dramatic slowdown in the real estate markets. We're already seeing the effect of the rising interest rates. We're already seeing all the proof that any of us should ever need to be con uh, absolutely convinced that 2019 is going to be a different market than that we've been enjoying, frankly, since 2011, right? So the buyer's market is here. The seller's market is over, um, which leads me also to remind all of you, go back to our past podcasts. We did a month or so ago a series of podcasts which we uh, labeled the real estate reset. I think there was four parts to it. We talked about how to identify all markets are different. All markets, your market where you sell real estate, like Julie and I sold real estate in Columbus, Ohio. There have been markets in um, Columbus that were going to be in different phases of the reset themselves. Some of them were in the boom cycle. Some of them were in a really you know slowly slowing down. Um, into a buyer's market cycle. So you need to know your market, but important, most important is you need to know how to identify what phase your market is in. Our entire U.S. housing market is slowing down, but your market might not be slowing down at the same pace as others, or frankly, your market might be slowing down significantly faster than others. So go and listen to those podcasts 
and use the keyword reset. All you've got to do is go to timandjulieharris.com and use the search bar, or you could just go to iTunes. And if on your iTunes, they're pretty easy to find too because they're all in sequential order. And like I said, it's called the Real Estate Real Estate Reset. Probably about maybe. Maybe two months ago, but probably more like a month and a half ago. And by the way, when you're on iTunes, do yourself a favor and subscribe to the podcast. We do this podcast afresh every new every day, a new every day, and uh, you'll be automatically sent the latest podcast into your iTunes um, or your you know if you're on Android into your podcasting um, app, whatever it happens to be. So just go to iTunes on your phone and then um, just subscribe. Go to iTunes and put in uh, Real Estate Coaching Radio. You'll find our show, subscribe, and while you're there, give us a five-star review. I was there yesterday. There's like 91 of them, which is great. But the thing is, is we have like 160,000 regular listeners. So a lot of you guys are just being lazy. So do your part, and please leave us a five-star review. Not a wimpy four-star review or a half-assed three-star review. Leave us a five-star review. I'm not sure how the witchcraft and alchemy works inside of iTunes, but I know the more five-star reviews you have, the more they actually promote your show internally to other people who might be interested in it. Um, so that definitely helps us. So if you could please just go to iTunes, uh, subscribe to the show, and then also uh, go ahead and leave a five-star review. We would sincerely appreciate it. Julie, did you? I sent you a, um, yes, a, a, a latest one. review Speaking on our book. On, yes. Did you get the review reviews. on the book on Amazon? Right, exactly. Yes. That was a great one. Could you yeah, read that? Yeah, this is from Federico, who writes, uh, again, this is about the Harris Rules book on Amazon. Federico writes, outstanding. I stumbled upon the Tim and Julie Harris podcast one night as I was looking for real people with real, non-fluffed, direct information backed by facts. The podcast then introduced me to Harris Rules, that's the book, as well as the free coaching call and the treasure map, another book, which I'm reading as we speak. I am anxiously waiting on the day I sign up for Tim and Julie Harris Premier Coaching, the podcast, and Total Money Makeover, which I read because of the podcast. These all encourage people to be debt-free and pay cash. My next escrow, which will allow me to do so, is scheduled to close at the end of this month. Thank you, Tim and Julie, for this phenomenal book and for sharing your wealth and knowledge with all of us. I look forward to reading Harris Rules 2 whilst working with you on, quote, doing what I don't want to do when I don't want to do it at the highest level. So thank you for that, Federico. We really are hey, Julie. You know, just thrilled that you found us. Yes, back to you. Did he actually say whilst? <clears throat> yes. What country is he from? First, whilst working with you. I don't know. He, he just is uh, on Amazon as Federico, so I'm not sure. Oh, Fred, Fred sure that is definitely not – that is definitely not U.S. because nobody in the U.S. uses Wilfs. The only people you hear people using that, uh, using that are occasionally Canadians, but almost always people from uh, England. So um, there was another email we got. I don't know if you have that one handy. Yes, I, I do. That, that from, one was in the, in the chat. Yes. I think this is from Shauna, if I have the right one. <clears throat> yes, okay, I think so. so I'm not sure how to say your last name, Shauna, but I think it's El. You log, I don't know, login? I'm sorry no, if she's I from that, Canada, you know if I remember you correctly. She, was, she is okay. from Canada. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. Okay. Yeah. So let's see. Uh, she says, hi, Tim. I've been listening to your podcast for the last month or so. I think you are the Dr. Laura of real estate, and I agree with 99% of what you're saying. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry. I like Dr. Laura, and I go to Orange Theory, and I keep thinking, these are my people. 
Do you coach agents in Canada? Yes, we do. Do you have Canadian coaching rates? Because our exchange rate sucks. <laughs> I joined a Canadian coaching program in September, and I think I'm not getting enough out of it for the expense. I get so much out of your free podcast that I'm wondering what I could possibly get out of your coaching program. I have never door knocked, and I feel hesitant because I don't like it when people come to my door, but I think absolutely there is a paycheck that I'm leaving on the table by not doing it. What do I say? Thank you for your time. Please don't stop the podcast. They are fantastic from Shauna at Become Lang Realty in Canada. Back to you. So in the opposite order in which she asked her questions, um, as far as the whole door knocking thing, as far as the whole – so Canada has different sets of just how things work. We have a lot of – we've always had a lot of Canadian clients. Canada – United States is our number one market. Canada is our secondary market. And then we actually have – uh, clients and podcast listeners and people that have bought our book from all over the world. Matter of fact, it's funny that um, you know the book is a topic today, but the book was the number one bestseller in digital form in like all kinds of European countries, like Italy and Ireland oh. and all these other things. You know, back when the book came out, and the new version of the book is coming out, uh, which Julie is so thankful to have that behind her. She does most of our writing, as a lot of you guys know. Uh, that book's coming out uh, uh, in June of uh, 2019. I'm only laughing because the last book, Julie had essentially, arguably, one and a half people at the publisher that were writing herd over her and making sure everything was grammatically perfect and making sure everything was congruent and just the whole thing. In this new publisher, she had like five people. So every day she'd wake up and she had like a host of comments and emails and edits and suggestions. She had like these army of people holding her accountable. And that was the funny part because oh, as you, all of you know, Julie is, <laughs> Julie is a coach and she's used to holding other people accountable and she's being held accountable uh, externally. I enjoyed watching her struggle. It was quite funny. As it turns out, um, editing is a real thing. <laughs> There's a difference yeah. between editing, like what I do every day for our stuff, and then like, you know, people that edit for a living—that's their job. So I, you know, yeah. I, as much as I complain about it, I definitely learned a lot, and it's really nice to work with professionals. So you know, I got to respect that. And uh, we do hear a lot of people comparing us or at least saying we're in the same bucket as Dr. Laura Schlesinger and Dave Ramsey, and we certainly appreciate that. Dr. Laura in uh, particular, she has been incredibly influential, not just on her business, well, primarily on our personal life. Julie and I started listening to Dr. We've been married, Jules and I have been married for 27 years. We've been married for basically ever. And we started listening to Dr. Laura back when she was a syndicated radio host, and this was back when we first got married. And she became uh, sort of a, a pillar when Julie and I were trying to figure things out along the way in the past almost three decades in our marriage, we'd always kind of refer back to what would Dr. Laura say, even to the point where sometimes we kind of use it against each other, where we'll say like, you know, Julie, what would Dr. Laura say about that kind of thing? Yeah. And uh, yeah, so if you've not discovered Dr. Laura Schlesinger, if you have children, if you just anything, she's honestly, I think I have no criticisms of her whatsoever. She's just fantastic. Um, and Dave Ramsey, of course, uh, a lot of you guys discovered Dave Ramsey after the uh, housing market blew up and you discovered your financial house wasn't in order. Well, Dave Ramsey is another person that we always suggest all of you guys tune into and listen and read his books. Those two folks um, are really, I think, we, we always suggest their books. We talk about what their philosophies and the thing you're going to find congruent with them, with us, is that there's no woo-woo. There's no magic secret sauce. There's no out there. There's basically, it all comes down to one thing, and that one thing is called personal accountability. And that's what's missing in society in general, but that's, society in general is not our wheelhouse. 
training entrepreneurs and business-minded real estate folks is our wheelhouse. But again, it still applies. So if you're not getting what you want out of life, it's ultimately because you're not yet embracing the idea that at the end of the day, it's about ultimate accountability. It's, ult- it's about a personal responsibility. It's about knowing that essentially whatever you're looking for <clears throat> isn't out there. <clears throat> it's really internal to you and what your level of commitment, at what the level of commitment you're willing to make. It goes back to our favorite saying that Julie and I created our own, basically probably on a podcast, just like we were talking. But if you want ever-increasing levels of success in all aspects of life, that includes family, physical, spiritual, educational, and, of course, financial. If you want ever-increasing levels of, uh, you know, enjoyment of those categories of life, it always comes back to the one thing of doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. Uh, that is not a trendy or popular message in society right now because it, it, it puts the onus back on you, and people don't like that. But the reality of it is, is that's really the only thing that works. Um, and so to the uh, uh, Shauna, Shanna, what was her name again, Julie? Shauna. The email you Shana. just read? Shauna. So Shauna, I'll also suggest you read a book um, called uh, Fanatical Prospecting by Jeb Blunt. We actually have – we've had Jeb, Jeb on this podcast before. Julie and I have listened to his books um, we have our say, our own internal sales staff read his books. He's fantastic. So you guys just should uh, should tune in to Jeb Blunt as well, and you'll find that uh, his message again is very very much in alignment with what we say too. So all of us out there in the the broadcasting world, if I even can even remotely imagine, Julie and I are really at any level compared to. Uh, Laura or Ramsey, which I really don't think we are, but just for the sake of making a point, what we have a tendency to do is discover each other because we have a lot of folks that would benefit from hearing the other person. So when Julie and I find out that you know Jeb Blunt was saying, and this is how we, we literally just discovered him because we paid attention to what books have become bestsellers, and I noticed that uh, Jeb's book had became a bestseller. It was a and it was a business book. It was a book about sales, and it was a New York Times bestseller. And then Julie and I got it. We listened to it, and his book was not about social networking. His book was not about all the things that are trendy. His book was about prospecting. His book was about accountability. His book was about you know sounds familiar, right? Longtime podcast listeners, you can see why we liked it. And and I uh, I called him and well I actually had our producer call him and arranged for him to be on the podcast. And here's a funny little conversation I had with him prior to the show. I said to him, I said, because I was, I'm bewildered that this many people for this long can actually believe that direct human contact will ever be replaced by, uh, you know, texting or you know, liking or stuff like that. It's just it, the whole thing is just it's gone from being stupid just in my mind to obscene. To be honest with you, so I was having this conversation not while the call was uh, live. It was just he and I talking, and I asked him about what he thought about the you know the life cycle of all the uber trendy social networking Mickey Mouse. And this was probably again this was probably about a year ago that we had this podcast, maybe maybe two years ago. And he told me he he, he just made this point and I thought it was so funny that I didn't realize it. Um he said, Tim, my book is the number one bestseller on uh this the other thing and it's sold bazillions of copies and, and I'm getting hired to speak in front of all some of the you know biggest companies in the world that have sales teams and he goes, So what does that tell you about their opinions of all this other sort of trendy you know, ways of generating leads, and I started to laugh, and I say, I see your point. He goes, the biggest businesses in the world uh, did pander 
to all the social networking Mickey Mouse for their sales teams, did hire in the gurus like you know three, four, five years ago, and they realized none of it worked. And so they've all gone back to doing direct sales again because that's what works. And it works for various reasons, but the it biggest reason it works is because it's the, it is funny. Well, it's funny because well, I was so I, stupid and he not named to do it that. What it is. <laughs> I mean, it's you know a lot of people insist on calling it lead generation so that people don't freak out because of the word prospecting. Oh my God! And you know, I love that he actually named it what it is: fanatical prospecting, and that he made that point on your call with him that you know proof is in the sales of a book called Fanatical Prospecting. I just you know. I know. Awesome. I know, but that was funny. I, lo- I love it when I, find, when I say such dumb things because then I get to laugh at myself, you know. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, that's the, the big – just bringing it all home. When, when you guys are trying to get your foundation together of how to basically run a business and how you're trying to – you need to change the way you think about business. And many of you don't know how to think about business. And by many of you, I pretty much mean all of you. And so what you have a tendency to do is you latch on to popular, trendy ideas – but you have no way of vetting those ideas or testing them as to whether or not they're actually going to get you to where you want to be as far as accomplishing your goals. You didn't get into real estate, and I'm not even going to ask. I, I'm, you didn't get into real estate for all the reasons that you might find yourself into real estate now. You got yourself into real estate and starting your own business because you wanted to help people. You wanted to have that be part of your life, but you also wanted to make money, money in such abundance that your money could eventually work for you where you no longer had to work for your money, right? Of course that's the answer. Unless you're running a nonprofit or a charity or even anything along those lines, which none of you are, you got into this business because you wanted to make your life better and the lives of the people that you love better. End of conversation. In order to do that, you have to run a very profitable business, and with that profit, you reinvest it into assets that produce passive income for you. Makes sense? Of course it does. Common sense, and yet the insanity that's entered into the real estate business, and all small businesses, by the way, over the past 11 or 12 years, is causing business owners to actually lose sight of why they got into business in the first place. And so what we do, what we say, and what a lot of these other folks that are sharing this message with us, what they say is, hey, guys, let's get back to it, because the reality of it is, is you're not only not making a profit, but you're also spending a lot of time and taking a lot of unnecessary risk not making a profit by not making a profit. I mean not making a profit in such abundance that you can actually reinvest money because you have enough left over to reinvest it. If you're not doing that every single month, every single year in your real estate business, in any business, you're not really running a very good business. And it's probably because you've made some strategic errors in how you think about business and how you think about really what the point of business is. A lot of you get into business because you want it to be like a big arts and crafts uh, project. You want to work on your logo. You want it to be your creative outlet. I mean, this is eventually how it becomes. Some of you want to do it because you want to validate yourself. Some of you do it because you want to basically have – you want to be seen as successful. Those people, generally speaking, who share those types of thoughts, they don't last because they don't make profit. The way you basically last in this business – is you start with the thought that you don't want – don't try to be famous yourself, and that's a big general statement, but just think about it. Make your work famous. Make the results that you get for other people famous. And then when you do that, you will have so much business that you'll have so much profit that your life changes. But it really – there are some fundamental ways to approach your mindset about business that if you don't have those – really those thoughts nailed down – you're going to absolutely needlessly suffer. And if you have a family, you're going to cause them to suffer too because you're going to be working every hour in the day and you're going to have really not much to show for it. So 
I want you to really think about this time of year as your opportunity to drill down and get your head straight before next year starts. And one of the easiest ways to do it, guys, if you've not done this yet, is go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com, freecoachingcallsforagents.com. And we give you it's like seven free books, but the book I want you to download and get started on right away is The Real Estate Treasure Map. The Real Estate Treasure Map is our fill-in-the-blank business plan. Absolutely, positively get started on that. All right, Julie, do we have enough time to finish up the magic number that we started yesterday? Oh, probably. <clears throat> yes. So just okay. to remind I them, think we do. Uh, the magic number is the number of listings that you must have at all times, active listings. And I don't know why it is. It seems like California agents are the worst at this. Some of you guys like they to are. count all listings, you know, like they're pending, so we get to count them. I'm talking about active listings, as in there's no contract on it. It's not contingent. It's something I could buy today without any barrier to doing so. Active is active. I just wanted to clarify that. The magic number is the number of active listings you must have at all times in order to drive enough closings consistently, month in and month out. So we talked about knowing what your monthly uh, income requirements are. And for some of you, that's the buck stops there because you haven't figured it out yet. If you haven't done that yet, that is your homework from today's podcast. You have to know what it takes to run you, okay, quite literally. For most people, it's around $5,000 a month. We, we talked about that, maybe $7,500. If you've got, you know, 10 kids in private schools or you live in Manhattan, adjust accordingly. But for most people, that's the amount that keeps the lights on. And we've found, and you'll find doing the treasure map, that typically about three times that will give you the life of your dreams. It doesn't have to be five million bucks a year to move the needle for most of you. So let's say you figure that number out because we, we had a podcast about that. Then the big question, how am I going to get to that magic number? Maybe your magic number is 10, okay? So the question is what spokes in the wheel, what lead generation methods are you going to deploy? And we walk you through that. So the question is, uh, you, well, really the answer is you must list to last. So how many listings does it take for you personally to hit, say, three deals per month, four deals per month, whatever it takes for you to get to your goals, okay? Now, why are we not talking about buyers? Because buyers never, ever have to buy. We know that when you have sellers who have to sell, it's going to actually be a paycheck. So the question is this. I am going through the rest of our notes, Tim. We're towards the end there if you're following Well, but that. Julie, just so they know, just so they know, yeah. the, uh, the real estate treasure map, a big part of what Julie's uh, reading to you guys right now is from the real estate treasure map. So make sure you, when you request a free coaching call, this is the reason I always tell you to download the treasure map first, freecoachingcallsforagents.com, and then you get the treasure map for free. This is actually a section of the treasure map. It's a big, important part of it. So do not procrastinate doing that. Go ahead. Yes, thank you for that because since we're running out of time, I'm being more succinct than the treasure map is. Uh, so where do qualified, motivated, have-to-sell sellers come from? What is the magic combination of spokes? Okay, so note to self, there's not going to be one easy button way of getting there. Some of you guys, that's why you fall victim to all the pitches in your email. You know, never have to make an effort again if you just buy this. No, that's not the solution. It's having a combination of income-producing spokes that gets you to that magic number. Now, in the treasure map, we talk about one of our favorite combinations, and there's many of them. You know, part of uh, Premier Coaching, we have more than 25 easy, surefire lead generators. But just to get you guys going on this, one of my favorite combinations 
everybody's got a center of influence. So centers of influence, past clients, referrals. Those are not individual spokes, that's one bucket. Center of influence, past clients. This is what you guys call your database. Plus, unrepresented sellers. Why do we like them? Well, it takes one of my uh, most hated coaching objections away from you guys. I can't find phone numbers. Guess what? The for sale by owner is handing you their phone number. And they've got a sign in their yard. It's like an SOS message. Please help me. I'm trying to sell my house by myself. And by the way, here's my phone number. And then, of course, expireds that we talk about all the time. That shouldn't be a secret. Uh, again, people who have to sell and have demonstrated a willingness to list. Plus, your ability to know what the wrong price is is a nice plus on expireds. And then I really like new construction. We talked about that last week, new construction, spec home listings, things like that. And maybe add something like probate or something a little bit slightly more off the menu. So the point is to have multiple things that you're not just dabbling in, that you are perfecting, that you're working, that you are the best at. You know, some people have really taken the open houses to the next level and made that a legitimate spoke by not just sitting an open house, but actually working the open house. That can be a legitimate spoke when you do it the right way. Not everybody's going to have the same wheel. Some people are going to be very heavy well, on, it might be relocation, and another person doesn't so have guys, any relocation. That's okay. Go Julie's ahead. talking about spokes on the wheel, which is another one of our uh, pillars and you're not knowing what she's talking about because she's kind of, like she said, going fast. That's all described really uh, succinctly in the Real Estate Treasure Map. And also, if you want to listen to past podcasts, again, go to iTunes or just go to timandjulieharris.com uh, and all the podcasts live there. So when she says things that you don't understand, just understand it's your, up to you to go and uh, pick up the breadcrumb that she just dropped and, and to run with it. And there's plenty of places you can go and get this information. Go ahead, Jules. Yes, sorry for being so succinct here. Uh, let's see. So here is your action plan. Your job is to not stop until you reach your magic number. Remember, if you're used to carrying, say, four or five listings at once, and you're selling them fairly quickly, you're just replacing one for one. If you want to grow your inventory, you have to replace at a two-to-one ratio. In other words, you sell a listing today, you've got to get two to replace it as fast as possible in order for that inventory to continue to grow. Now let's say you've been doing that, and today you take listing number 10, and 10 is your magic listing number. Now you get to go back to replacing one as it sells, and you simply maintain. Here is a little known fact in real estate, and I know it seems counterintuitive because it takes the most work. It's like taking the plane off, right? You expend the most fuel getting to altitude. That's like building up to your magic number, and that's a lot of work. But here's the thing. When you get there, it really is cruising altitude. It's so much easier to maintain your magic number than it is to get there. But some of you kind of circle the plane and reland it on the runway time and time again. You're not ever getting to cruising altitude because you get overwhelmed when you have maybe, you know, three listings and one cranky buyer to deal with. And then, you know, as coaches we hear, oh, people are mean in real estate. I can't handle the stress. And it's just one client that's making you feel that way. So you've got to power through and get to that magic number because it really is the key to happiness with regards to running your business. So many of you guys think, and it's easy to do. I totally get it. Been there, done that. Remember, we actually sold real estate. So many of you guys think that everything in real estate is out of control all the time, that it's not predictable, that it's feast and famine. Some of you guys have actually been told that that's normal. That's not normal. Don't make it normal. Don't be part of that. It can be extremely predictable when you get this concept 
and you actually implement getting to your magic number. And I'll leave it with you, Tim, so I can get over to Premier Coaching. Yeah, and, and I'm those guys to accountable you. to their magic numbers. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm going to explain to them the plane taking off analogy because you mentioned that. And again, guys, okay. this is in our book, and it's also, and um, we've discussed this in numerous times, but it does help clarify. Uh, a lot of stuff about basically the how long it takes to actually build momentum. So here's the uh, analogy. Here's the story. Imagine if you were a um, you're you're thinking about taking a plane flight, or let's just say you're the pilot. Let, you're the pilot of the plane. It's a big commercial you know airliner, and your job is to make sure obviously the passengers are loaded, the luggage is loaded, the plane has had the pre-safe uh, safety check. Everything's working. All the staff are on the jet. All the fuel is on the jet. The plane wings have been de-iced if that's necessary. We're coming at that kind of time of year again. All those types of things are the responsibility of the pilot and the co-pilot. Lots of checklists, checklists on top of checklists, top of checklists. So you go through the process of doing all those things. You make sure the baggage handlers are doing their jobs. And this whole process, and as soon as you, the whole process of making the plane ready to even consider uh, getting back on the runway to take off, takes lots of people, lots of effort, lots of time. So we call that the getting ready to get started phase of building momentum for your business. So the getting ready to get started phase is where a lot of you stay forever. You are always in that getting ready to get started phase. You're always loading your plane. You're always just checking this and checking that. You're always in real estate. You're going to more conferences and you're listening to more podcasts, let's say, and you're going to more private Facebook groups asking, what's the best way to generate leads, even though that's the same question you've asked a million times, and you keep on hearing new answers. And as soon as someone gives you a new answer, oh, thank God, that's something new. I can go waste more time on researching so I can stay in this getting ready to get started phase forever. So you never take any real action as a result of that. The passengers eventually get pissed off and the plane never takes off. Well, some of you get past that. And this is where um, a lot of you discover coaching. The getting ready to get started phase is where a lot of podcast listeners are. You guys are in that thinking about what should you do? Are you going to take this seriously? Are you actually willing to do any work? Are, is there, you know, Tim and Julie keep on, you know, talking about the easy button. Okay, I like easy buttons and I'm not quite ready, ready to give them up yet. And I like to believe that somehow magically, mystically, I can figure out some sort of secret formula to make it so I never, no, never have to be uncomfortable in real estate, let alone life. Those, are you, those of you who have been in that phase of the getting ready to get started, those are the types of thoughts you have. And here's an interesting question for you. How is being in that phase working out for you? How is being in that holding pattern, or not even in the holding pattern, how is getting in, in, being in the getting ready to get started phase, how is it working out for you? You notice how you're not making any money. You notice how essentially you may, might in your mind think you're at work. But work is, the only time you're at work in real estate or in sales in general, is when you're in a position to hear no. But you have created this little fake world where you never hear no from anybody because you, your ego has conditioned you to be so fearful of hearing the word no. Well, look, those of you who are ready to go to the next level, again, I see this because we have you know, what we do for a living, what you'll do is you'll say, okay, you know what, I'm ready to go. I'm tired of my own bullshit. I'm tired of getting ready to get started. I'm just going to make a commitment. I'm going to focus, follow one course until successful. Back to the plane. You pull the plane out on the runway. And then what happens is when the plane takes off, here's a question we ask. 
when we're in front of a live audience. And when, when the plane takes off, or rather, at what point in the plane's flight does the plane use the most fuel? I just gave you the answer, right? When the plane's taking off. And all of you have been in a plane before, a jet, and any kind of plane really. And you know the plane, you know, the, the, the chassis, it rumbles and it rocks and it rolls and it shakes and it shudders and it does all the rest of the things that kind of make you, you know, keep your head down and ignore all the creaks and the groans from the, from the plane. And Well, that's when it uses the most fuel, and that's when you have to use the most fuel too. Now, what happens again, let's just say you move past the getting ready to get started phase, and you get to the point where, okay, damn it, you're on the runway. You're actually going to take off. You're actually going to get altitude. You're going to do this, finally. You're so sick of being getting ready to get started. You're finally going to get your shit together. You're finally going to do something with your life and your business. Then what happens is, is as you're on the runway, as you start throttling down, what virtually all of you do is you pull back on the throttle. Now, how does that manifest itself in your business? When you pull back on that throttle, how that actually is, what that actually looks like, is you losing focus. You stop following one course until successful. You start going back to looking for the easy buttons. Some dancing monkey Yahoo comes to town, and your broker says maybe you should go, and then you go and listen to some dancing, dancing monkey Yahoo that says you only have to do this or you only have to do that. And then the next thing you know, you've lost focus, and boom, you've lost any kind of momentum that you, were, that you had to, it needed in order to get that plane to clear the runway, and the plane crashes back down to the runway with a big thud. And then you have to go back to boarding, and you have to do the whole damn process again and getting ready to get started. Many of your entire lives are like that. I'll give you an example that's about, not about real estate or planes. You, how many of you are planning on losing your 20 pounds? You always say 20, but you know, let's be honest, it's probably more like 30 at this point because you've been saying 20 for so long. You kept on gaining weight, so now the 20 that you should have lost 10 years ago is now 30 now. So let's say how many of you are actually thinking about going to the gym? I'm going to lose my weight finally starting in January. How many years in a row have you said that? <laughs> you know, there's amazing statistics that the gym industry keeps track of that they have huge number of people that join in uh, January and that, that almost like 90% of those people, what they'll do is they prepay for six months or whatever and then at about March or April they stop going they just quit, they give up that's the cycle of life with virtually everyone, what causes people to quit? We can blame all kinds of different things but at the end of the day, it's just laziness. At the end of the day, that is a, that, there's no psychological babble with that word, is there? It cuts through the bullshit, doesn't it? It's laziness. That's the reason you quit, because you don't want to put in the work. Oh, Tim, I had this issue and that issue, and I have belief issues, and I, have, I need to work on my big why. No, you don't. You just need to stop being lazy. That's all it is. It's really the truth. You know, if you just look at it that way and you stop thinking, because what happens is, is the getting ready to get started wants you to think it's more complicated than it is. It wants you to think that you need to have some big, creative, ridiculously complicated, overly analytical approach to life. It doesn't want you to know that it's just about getting off your ass and going to the gym and being uncomfortable for an hour. Go to Orange Theory, by the way, guys. It works incredibly well. Orange Theory Fitness. If there's not one in your town then find something that's similar to it. It's phenomenal. Do an organized group workout where there's someone there, where there's people there that you then start to develop a community with. Then they get to know you. You get to know them. That external accountability of that community will increase the likelihood that you'll actually stay with it. So that aside, back on track. Now what some of you will do is you will push through the immature 
uh, aspect of yourself that wants to quit, wants to go back to that analyzing, getting ready to get started phase. The plane, you're the pilot, you're back in the plane, okay? So some of you are going to push past the runway, and your plane is still going to have to use a bunch of fuel as it gets up to cruising altitude. Some of you will do that quicker than others. Some of you will never do it in your entire lives in any meaningful way. It's sad, but it's true. So I'm talking to probably, realistically, only 10% of you right now. Those of you who actually clear the runway and keep the throttle down and go up to what we call cruising altitude. Now, cruising altitude is where it gets easier. That's where the pilot can pull back on the throttle. That's where things get quieter. That's where you can get up and use the bathroom, and they're going to serve you your peanuts and your whatever else you're going to drink, right? That's cruising altitude. Now, cruising altitude in real estate. So let's just break this down. The getting ready to get started phase, I've talked about that. When the plane is trying to clear the runway and when you're, when you're taking off and it's shuddering and whatnot, that's the work phase. That's the hard part. Remember we were talking about the real estate magic number, getting you the number of listings you need at all times in order to basically have consistent income. That taking, getting the plane up to cruising altitude, that takes as long as you want it to take, as long as you're willing to tolerate your own bullshit as far as how long you're willing to be lazy for. How about those, again, for blunt, direct words, but they're true. I know I'm uh, speaking to the best of the best when it comes to people who have potentiality and those who are marginally interested, they don't listen this time of year. The rest of you do. So I'm being extra direct with those of you who I know will get the most from what we have to say. So once you get up, once you're on that runway and the plane is trying to, you know, you're, you're keeping the throttle down, you're getting the plane, that is where you have to learn how to lead generate, where you have to learn how to present, overcome sales objections, where you have to learn how to maintain a schedule, where you actually have to learn how to finally be a professional. That's where, like I said, when the plane is starting to take off or you want the plane to take off faster, that's when you hire us. We get you there quicker. Now, once you're up to cruising altitude, it does get easier. Cruising altitude, tying it in with the magic number formula, that's when you do have that 10 listings at all times or the 20 listings at all times, whatever your number is. Cruising altitude is where it gets easier. Now, here's the cool thing about cruising altitude. Altitude, unlike getting to altitude, where it requires a lot of work, where it requires a lot of new learning, where it requires a lot of discomfort, where in some, some of you it will take a month, some of you it will take six months, some of you it will take forever to get up to cruising altitude. But when you get there, that's when it really does get easy and you have some choices to make. You can just stay at cruising altitude for basically your entire career and you can just replace the listings that sell. So if your magic number formula calls for 15 listings at all times and you know no matter what's going on in the economy for the most part, you're going to sell three to five of those per month, all you have to do once you're at that cruising altitude is replace the three to five per month. But now that you've actually gotten to the point where you're at altitude, finding three to five listings per month is easy. No problem. You can work that probably just by doing, and I'm not exaggerating, guys, two to three hours of work uh, per day. You can easily take three to, five hour, uh, three to five listings per month. That's what you get when you get to cruising altitude. You get an easier life. Now, what many of you do and I commend those of you who get there. Now I'm realizing I'm only speaking to 5% of you. Once you're at cruising altitude and you decide you want to go to the next level beyond that, you want to buy a nicer house, want to pay off something, want to, whatever it is, you want to do something that requires more money, all you have to do is increase the number of listings that you have all, at all times, and then you will automatically increase the amount of income you have, which means all you have to do is go back to that throttle, put a little bit more fuel down, and go to the next altitude. But once you're at cruising altitude, going from you know, this to this is easy. 
it's nothing like it was to get off the runway in the first place. You guys get the analogy here? Now, eventually, when you're dead, you can land your plane, but not until then. Again, how about that for being direct? With the challenge that all of you have, a vast majority of you have, is that you stand that getting ready to get started phase too long. You're never going to accum accumulate any sort of skill set, certainly no real net worth, and you're never going to do anything with your business. And if the business is what funds your life, then you're never going to have very – you're not going to really do much with your life either, are you? So it all comes back down to your willingness to really work hard at the start, really work harder than probably you ever have for maybe longer than you think it should take. But once you do that, once you're committed to that, focus, follow one course until successful, and when you do that, your life changes. And not just for you, but it changes for your family. Not just for your family, but it changes for whomever else you decide to have a positive effect on, even after you're gone. That's what you can do because of this amazing business that we're in. That's what you can do because of this amazing economy that we're all enjoying. Housing market might be slowing down. does not really matter at the end of the day. It's just going to mark out and knock out all the marginal agents. You will not be one of those marginal agents because you're listening to this show, and you're going to finally move past to getting ready to get started. You're finally going to stop quitting every time the work in the, you know, it actually starts to feel like you're uh, in a state of discomfort where most of you quit is right at that point. You go back to loading the luggage again. You go back to making sure the plane wings are de-iced. Remember I told you that. I know you're listening and I know you're hearing what I'm saying and I know you're identifying where you are in, this, uh, in these different phases and I can pretty much guarantee you that virtually all of you are either at that first phase or that second phase. Some of you are at those other phases. Some of you, what you'll discover is you're at cruising altitude and then you stop doing the effort necessary to stay there, replacing what's sold. And then you, because you became complacent, were then shoved right back down and had to restart the whole process again. That is your choice. But I'll tell you something about people that have had those experiences who have gone from heights down to basically being at ground level again. They get back up to the heights in no time at all. Easy. Because they have muscle memory. They'll do it a lot faster. One of the best predetermines of whether you'll be successful in life is if you've ever really been successful at anything in the past. Unfortunately, and this, is, this was true to some extent for Julie and I, we got in real estate too, you've never really been successful, not really successful at anything, so you don't know, you haven't proven to yourself that you can. And some of you got into real estate because you wanted to prove to yourself that you could be successful at something. How is that working out for you? Are you proving it? Or have you just got mired in the politics and the mythology and the cults and the, all the other Mickey Mouse of real estate? Or have you lost focus on why you got into real estate in the first place? Have you lost focus what a, on what a simple, elegant business this industry this is? You have, haven't you? That's the reason you're listening to us. So it's not enough to listen. Just listening and doing nothing is getting ready to get started. You're never going to get into the rut. You're never actually going to throttle down on the plane. You're never going to reach cruising altitude. Go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com, freecoachingcallsforagents.com, and take the next natural step so that when next year starts, guys, it's not going to start with a, okay, I'm thinking about what to do. I'm going to make next year the best year ever. Nope. You actually know what you're going to do, and you're actually going to do everything it takes to get there. If you guys need us for anything, it's Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. 
Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.